Welcome, furries. Uh, I'm Archer, and this is a new adventure for me. This is the first of a podcast series uh, for furries by by me, a furry. Um, I am a radioactive-looking wolf, although he's just black with a green belly, lime green, neon green, whatever you want to call him. Um, And his best friend is my other character, Azure. And I've got suits of both of those, and I frequently suit in both of them out in public events, such as bowling alleys and different conventions. Um, Like I said, this is kind of a new adventure for me, so I've got basic equipment, and my room is also occupied by a cute little dachshund puppy, so if you hear him in the background, uh, just feel free to to ignore him or just squee with cuteness. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I decided to do this first podcast. Oh, it's also thundering outside. So if you hear that, then God's bowling in the rain. <laughs> uh, the topic of this first podcast is, uh, this first episode is what are those suits? Um, now granted, if you're listening to this, you probably already know what a fursuit is. So I'm going to briefly explain what they are. Uh, and give you a little bit of information about them because I also built them. I am a maker and I've built two and a half going on three suits. Um, I'm in the process of building my first digigrade suit which I just finished the padding for and it should come out really well. I'm excited. Um, But first of all, the official name for them are fursuits and it's kind of an obvious reason why they're called that is because, well, they're made out of fur. Acrylic fur or fake fur. Um, real fur does not allow uh, airflow as much as fake fur does. And if you think about it, uh, leather and fake fur was used for warmth when those were the main ingredients of clothing. So the pro- the whole reason that we want fake fur is not only because of the uh, respect for animals, but also because we want that breathability. Otherwise, we are going to have a very, very hot person inside of a torture chamber. Sorry about that. Um, that would be the thunderstorm warning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is hot in there, but if you had real fur, it's not as breathable, and so it's even more, even more hot. Um, there are different styles, different makers make different styles. Um, there's also different kinds of suits in terms of whether it is a canine, feline, uh, aquatic animal. I mean, there's all sorts of different, uh, styles in terms of the different animals and creatures involved. There's also different styles of how much of a suit you have, um, Common terms are full suits and partials, uh, digigrade and plantigrade. Um, a full suit it covers you head to toe. You do not see human at all underneath the human squishy center. <laughs> and a plantigrade full suit would be uh, without the padding to make it look like they're standing on their toes. Um, partials are pieces of a full suit. Um, which includes the head, usually a 
set of hand paws and a tail. Um, a full partial would include feet paws as well. There's also three quarters, which have uh, either a whole chest or torso or a whole uh, pant to cover the legs. My azure suit currently is a three-quarter suit um, and uh, I actually use suspenders to help keep them up uh, as, as well as an elastic waistband. Um, a little bit more on digigrade. Uh, everybody that I've <laughs> seen or talked to seems to think that digigrade is the ultimate uh, a digigrade full suit is the ultimate uh, suit. Well, I would kind of have to disagree. Um, a suit is whatever you make of it. It's just a piece of clothing that you put on. You can make any any kind of suit a hundred times better by actually acting out your character that you're trying to portray. Um, oh, quickly, one thing. There's also a quad suit, which... Uh, gives the uh, gives the uh, illusion of on all fours without the awkward longer back legs uh, usually there's stilts with the hands but anyway back to the the digigrade and and uh, character portrayal um my character archer is a mischievous fun-loving wolf who uh, just loves people and loves children and um gets into trouble but always has fun and makes up for it. Um, I frequently photobomb as many pictures as I can. Um, I take things or at least give the illusion of taking things um, and then give them right back. And um, Azure is kind of the opposite. I'm still kind of figuring her out. I've got what she want, what I want for her in my mind, but uh, I haven't been able to develop her as much as I want. Um, but enough about character portrayal, which is the main thing. We'll get back to that in a little later. Um, but at, let's look at construction. Um, the materials involved can be pretty costly, uh, depending on what your main purpose is. Um, usually you use acrylic fur. Uh, luxury shag is a common fur type, although there is beaver fur, minky, um, fleece is used sometimes. Uh, there's an incredible artist, uh, Fleece Rot, who does amazing work with fleece. Um, if I ever wanted a suit made out of fleece for the head, then I would totally look them up. Again, they are Fleece Rot. They're not being, no sponsors or anything, but, um, just want to point out that artist. Um, and uh, you can use different types of head bases like foam or resin or even uh, wire head bases, which aren't as common, um, but they are out there. There's all sorts of different, um, different, uh, well, let's see here, electronics. There we go to go in there. Um, you have your LED eyes, you can have LED whiskers, uh, fans that go inside to help cool everything down, and um, you also have different features like if you really wanted to put um, some more effort into it, like servos to help with the, the jaws, 
Um, you have servos and different mechanics in the tail to help make that more lifelike, um, which can also come down to different construction if the tail. Uh, there's different ways to do spines and stuff. Um, back on materials, I use acrylic fur. I've, I've uh, had good luck with that. Um, usually heavy-duty thread to keep things going because, well, there's a lot of movement and action that goes into uh, portraying a character, so you need that durability that um, regular thread may not give you. Um, I use hot glue for the head after I've sewn all the pieces together and um, epoxy to adhere fans on the inside to give it a good hold. My puppy is doing something strange right now. <laughs> what are you doing, Bennett? Any rate, um, and then I use different fabrics for the inside of the mouth as well as teeth molds and uh, foaming for to give shape to the head and any other places. Okay, there we go. And here's the puppy. <laughs> um, I also put in um, the camp mats for the for the bottoms of the feet. Shoes are generally slip-ons, sometimes Crocs. Um, uh, no. And uh, I also use. Uh, I've used liquid nails in the past, and I wasn't quite happy with it for my uh, whatever technique that I use, so I'm uh, constantly adjusting different techniques, different products to see what's the best and most durable for my customers. Um, I also do a warranty because I believe in my products, and if I did something wrong, then I should be responsible to fix it. Uh, which can cause prices to go up a little bit, but again, you pay for that. Um, if you ever have any issues with the suit, then um, send it back to me and I will repair it for your charge. Um, I also use a cross stitch uh, material for eyes um, to be able to see through it. I'm holding it up right now, you can't see it. but um, And then different acrylic paints for the eyes, as well as foamies for the 3D effect for the eyes as well. Um, that is generally my material list for my suits. Uh, again, I'm constantly going through and evaluating my techniques and upgrading them. But, um, let's talk about cost for a minute. Cost on suits can range anywhere between 600 for a head to several thousand dollars for a complete suit. Um, my prices are decent for my skill level, and it, it depends on the skill level of the suit maker before you pay for a suit. You get what you pay for, essentially. Um, I've seen suit heads that people are like, uh, $100, $200, and they are not the highest quality. Um, but then you've got, like, clockwork creatures heads where I've seen go on auction for two to 3000 just for the head. Um... So it can be a very wide difference on the price. Um, hang on one moment. 
Sorry about that. My sister walked in. Um, kind of going back to costs, uh, it can all depend on your maker and their skill level. That's pretty much it. Um, again, you get what you paid for. That goes with pretty much everything. Um, if you find used partials and stuff like that, uh, those are generally cheaper than their original cost, but you also have to factor in their wear. And that would be my mother coming in, so yay for all the distractions. Again, new adventure, new adventure for my family too, um, so I'll make sure I'll get that recording uh, sign up on my door for next time. Uh, let's go into um, a little bit about portraying the character. Uh, this is could be a totally separate topic, but we'll hint on it some here. Um, if you look at someone in a fursuit and they're just standing there being motionless, stationary, not doing anything, uh, to me they look very creepy. Um, like a giant stuffed animal that is just staring out into space or even staring at you and lifeless and dead. And that's never the aim of suiting. Um, it takes... And it takes life in that character, in that suit, to make that character come alive. I know that sounds, you know, redundant. It takes life to make life, but it's true. Um, as I was mentioning earlier with my character, Archer, um, I do things out of the ordinary that I would not do out of suit. Um, I would not go up and just take somebody's hat. I would not go up and photobomb their photos. Um, but with suit, that kind of allows you to get away with that a little bit. Um, and you got to know your limits, too. Uh, there are people that are afraid of others and masks and, and where they can't see the human. Um, I have a friend like that, actually. And uh, you, as a suitor, you have to respect their fears and their beliefs and rights. And... Um, Generally, I only interact with people who make eye contact. Uh, those who, with their body language, have shown that they are open to a big fluffy character coming up to them. Um, those that are kind of cowering or not looking at you or something like that, that is not someone that you would want to initiate contact with. Let them initiate. Also, with children, um, get on their level, usually on your knees, um, and, uh, make sure your hands are visible at all times to parents, um, because, uh, just a safety aspect for you and, and the kid and the child. Um, and really that's for everybody. <laughs> make sure your hands are visible. Um, with pictures, I generally, uh, We'll do a around the shoulder with one arm and the other arm straight out. Kind of like a, here's me, look at me type thing. Um, which works out pretty well. You can see my hands in all pictures and uh, everybody knows where they are. And they're not doing things they should not be. That's another subject for another day. <laughs> um, let's see here. The reason why people suit it varies from person to person and character to character. 
I do it because I love to see people smile and laugh and uh, kind of that attention that I receive. Um, And other people do it because they can be themselves because when you're looking at a suitor or suit, you can't tell who it is underneath the mask. Um, It's interesting when people, uh, like my boyfriend, for example, he's been wearing a partial of someone else who was known in the community and people are like, you are not who I expected you to be. And, um, that's also kind of goes on safety of approaching a suitor and making sure your hands as a human do not go places they shouldn't. For example, do not touch a suitor's chest. You don't know if it's going to be a female or a male underneath there. Same for crotch area. Again, you would think that's common sense, but that is lacking in this world, unfortunately. Um... Again, it's all about reading your audience, reading yourself and your character and seeing, okay, what am I trying to uh, display? What am I trying to uh, achieve? Um, It can be very rewarding. I can't tell you of how many kids that they are scared of me at first and I get on their level. I act scared of them. Um, And by the time that we've done interacting with the, the... support from the parents and stuff, how the kids are laughing and hugging and high-fiving. And I've gotten so many good vibes and good reactions from that. It's just, it's it's why I do what I do. Um, I don't do it because of um, the negative side of things, which is another episode. Um... Those of you who are watching the video of this, you can see my puppy here. Uh, (laughs) He is trying to get off the bed, which is a little tall for him. We'll see. Um, But uh, that's another thing. Make sure you're careful with animals because they don't know how to perceive you. You smell like a human. You look like an animal. So you got to be careful. But I think that goes with everything. So, well, I think... Well, bless you. Okay, all right. Um, Well, I think that's telling me time to go. But thank you again for uh, joining in. And (laughs) like I said, um, this is a new adventure for me and uh, my people around me. So please uh, be... um, well, thank you for being, uh, for what, for listening and watching. Thank you for, uh, not going over the technical things and saying, oh my gosh, she's just using a Yeti microphone and, and no shock absorber or no special software. Uh, I'm getting there. So, but, um, thank you for allowing the extra noises going on, including the dog that just jumped off the bed and the thunder and everything that goes on. Um, I am in my bedroom just having fun and doing what I do. Um, <laughs> thank you again for joining in. I'm not sure if this is going to be a daily or weekly thing, probably weekly. Um, and if you've got any questions or have any idea of why my dog is chasing his tail, 
then please look me up. My character is Archer, and you can find me on furaffinity.net at azure underscore shadow. Uh, again, that is azure underscore shadow. Um, and also by my website, archermascots.com. Thank you again, and signing off.